Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're here to talk about Mohamed Salah, of course. The biggest story in town for quite some time now. And we've just seen the end of the Saudi Arabian Pro League transfer window. The deadline has passed. Saudi Arabia remains at Liverpool Football Club for now, at least. Now, I want to talk about the transfer saga, if you like, and how it's played out. Over here, it's been very much a topic of conversation, a lot of debate and speculation about whether the move will happen. We've seen Saudi Arabia already take some superstars over to that league this summer. How has it been over there surrounding the Mohamed Salah stuff? Was there ever a belief, a confidence that he would make that move happen now? Yeah, there seems to be a lot of uh, speculation and, and confidence by local media, local pundits, um, voices connected to Al-Ittihad um, appeared very confident and they kept sent in these public messages that it is happening, it is happening. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Um, and that's why today and last night, a lot of Al-Ittihad fans feel um, disappointed and betrayed by their own kind of pundits and uh, club connected media because they felt misled. They felt they were given the impression that this deal was going to happen, um, and in the end it did not. So there is quite a bit of disappointment. But uh, again, the sense is, even if it doesn't happen now, could happen in, in January, could happen more likely next summer. But there is a plot twist here, which is if it happens next summer, he may not go to Etihad, he may go to another Saudi club. So there's all kind of factors uh, playing into this. But obviously, yeah, as I said, it was... Uh, a long saga that played over the summer must have been very stressful for the Liverpool fans. Uh, but yeah, it has come to an end now. The window is shut and we can all get on with our season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Liverpool fans can breathe a sigh of relief, to be honest, because yeah, we were very concerned about some of the money that was being spoken about, the, the 150 million bids and the 1.5 million a week to salary. It was a little bit like that might be hard to turn down from a Liverpool perspective. You said there has been it's been very driven over in Saudi Arabia. A lot of the journalists, some of the pundits, some of the people connected saying this could happen, this will happen. We've seen it over here as well. Certain segments of the media saying it's very likely and stuff like that. How how have you perceived some of that then? Because there's been there's been some talk here that it's been a bit of a PR stunt in many ways from Saudi Arabia because it was never likely 
that Liverpool would al- allow Mohamed Salah to go so late in the window, so late in our deadline. It never felt like Liverpool would say, OK, then you can take our best player with no time to replace him. So some people have said that's just Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Pro League, trying to get themselves in the headlines. What's your take on that? No, I mean, they were already dominating the headlines all over this summer transfer window with all the big moves. So it wasn't the Salah move that was going to give them you know, the biggest publicity. They already have that. So I think there was a genuine attempt and they thought maybe there was a chance that if, you know, the numbers are right, that, you know, Liverpool might, you know, agree. And I think, you know, some people kind of speculated, why are they doing this so late in the window? Why didn't they have, didn't they try it earlier when Liverpool maybe had time to find a replacement? But I think there are several factors here. One, um, there wasn't seen as a priority at the beginning of the window because there were so many deals taking place. And also, you know, there wasn't certainty over the willingness of Liverpool and maybe they received kind of indications later on that there might be willingness to, to talk at least, even if not sell right away. And then there was a second factor specific to Etihad, which is going to host the Club World Cup in, in December. And they've had some issues with their own recruitment because they brought in Benzema, they brought in Jota from Celtic and Kante, Fabinho. But not all of these players have fitted in as they were hoping. I mean, we've seen Jota, for example, excluded from the uh, the squad for Etihad in the league, despite moving for 30 million euros, which is a shock for many people, to be honest. And then there was also reports that there was a bit of a dispute between Benzema and Nuno Santos. They were not pretty much on the best of terms over the captaincy and other issues. It seems that might have been resolved, but it looks as if these factors have contributed to the late kind of push to go for Salah because their other recruitment efforts did not go down as well as they expected or hoped for. So, they, you know, they went a bit late. They decided to push out the boat and see what happens. But again, you know, realistically, for a lot of observers, it seemed like a very long shot because, you know, Salah just, you know, uh, renewed his contract last year. He's He said he's committed and... Yes, the money on the table is great, but he can still get most of that next year. So it's not just it's it's not the you know that oh this is um, a rare opportunity that's not going to happen in in a twelve months time. So that also may have played into the conclusions that we have come to in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you mentioned the word priority there, and. Over here, anyway, in Liverpool, we're having lots of conversations around Mohamed Salah and sort of his importance to the project over there. We know how big a project it is. Obviously, Project 2030 is what Saudi Arabia is sort of aiming towards in all of this. And they want to make their league sustainable. They want to make it a superpower. We've heard talk of involvement in the Champions League and all kinds of different things. But can you put into perspective then sort of... How important is Mohamed Salah viewed then to this this league? Is he that bit? I mean, you know how important he is to the Muslim world. He is the superstar in the Muslim world. You've got you've got Benzema, you've got Neymar over there, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo. But from our point of view, we see Mohamed Salah as being the icing on top of that particular cake. Is that the case? Are we right in that, or are we are we away from the truth in that? 
Yeah, I mean, if if as you mentioned, you know, Saudi Arabia did seem to prioritize uh, Muslim players and their push. So we've seen Benzema, Kante, uh, Mahrez, a few other Muslim players approached because they appear to be more willing and more open to accept the Saudi approach to be uh, working, playing, and living in in a Muslim country. And not just a Muslim country, it is kind of the leader of the Muslim world being the home of the two holy sites in Mecca and Medina. So that's that's a big deal. And that's a big selling point that Saudi Arabia takes to these players. And as you mentioned, there is no bigger uh, kind of Muslim and Arab star than, than Mo Salah. So, you know, having him would, would be seen as such a coup, uh, as basically the biggest prize within that kind of uh, constellation of, 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 of Muslim football stars around the world. And actually, we've seen that created quite a bit of tension among the Egyptians. The Egyptians were probably not very happy to see uh, Mostar, you know, whenever he finishes his career in Europe, to go and play in Saudi and not back home in Egypt where he comes from. So the, the Egyptians were a bit uh, uh, not very happy about all the news and speculation about their biggest player going to play in Saudi instead of Egypt. Um, but, you know, as I said, the Saudis seem confident that it will happen at some point. If it's not not this year, it will probably happen this year. So they they have invested a lot of time and energy and money as well into making it happen. And as you said, they see growing the league and making it one of the biggest and most important competitions as a big part of their economic diversification plan, growing the sports and entertainment sector as you know, growing uh, parts of the economy that contribute um, to creating jobs, to creating publicity around the country beyond this traditional source of revenues, uh, which are basically oil, uh, oil and gas. So it is it is a huge uh, consideration. This part of the project, and as I said, uh, we'll probably see it continuing um, uh, in in the months and years to come. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 